What? Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. I think I'm back. And we're live here on this November 7th, getting going at 9.15 p.m. And we got a really spicy one here with the Bills and Jets, the big upset this weekend. Uh, Paul, I'm sorry. I had to be there and have to uh, deal with that whole thing. But Liz, you must have had a blast at MetLife Stadium last weekend yesterday oh liz cut out that's awesome okay we just have frozen liz i see well we're gonna try reconnecting on that one all right well you don't have to to really hear so much out of her then if that's the case here paul okay well that worked out for you it, it worked out fine um you know I have a got hockey it. stick, and it's a it's a, uh, a guy floor, but they call it Gila floor. So a Gila floor stick is like really awesome in hockey. And, and, and the Sabers right now, I mean, Tage Thompson, who names are his Tate? Uh, really, uh, he's the number one offensive player for this last week. And Rasmus Dolin, how cool is the name Rasmus? You know the kid's gonna be problems. Uh, name Rasmus. So he was the number one defensive player for the Buffalo Sabres for the past week. So really, I mean, Sabres are rocking, man. It's, go Sabres, man. It's all good, <laughs> That's man. what you're going to have to go with. Well, let's get into week nine. We got, uh, and Liz is trying her best to connect, and she is at work, everybody. So she's just trying to do her best to connect in. It's not really totally going the best. But um, we're going to save <coughs> that for later. How about we talk about, in case Liz gets on here, let's give her a chance to get on. I'll go right into the Patriots, though. The Patriots played so well that they ended up firing the head coach of, of Indianapolis um, yesterday, basically. So then they, they hired Jeff Saturday from outside, actually, who used to play for them as an offensive lineman during the, the Manning the Manning's heyday, really, there. And so um, there was... A lot, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, history with him and Indianapolis. So the thing is, though, so I, I I like the matchup. I always was, uh, you know, he he seems to. Uh, I've always been fond of him as a commentator of ES on ESPN um, as well. You know, since retirement, and uh, and he was there for a lot of quintessential Patriots Colts matchups that used to happen back in the early mid two thousands. There, so it, it's nice to see the name back in the league under this head coaching role, interim head coach is what they named him to Indianapolis. Um, Mac Jones was looking like he's doing a little better. I'm wondering if a fire was lit under his ass with, uh, with the, the Zappy Bailey situation that has played out. And I'm wondering if uh, that has him actually having motivation to actually expand further in, in, he'd be able to get some more chunk plays, things like that. He's still passing underneath a lot. Um, but Indianapolis, I mean, they play, like I said, they played so bad that they ended up firing the head coach after the game. Frank Wright is a great coach too. I mean, that's, that's surprising. I mean, he, he engineered the, the Philadelphia Super Bowl. So I mean, you're right too. Yeah. Yeah. Which beat the Patriots and then he can't beat the Patriots. 
yeah. <laughs> which was in the pa- Patriots Super Bowl loss there. Yeah. But um, it, at the same time, you know, it, it, it's he has not uh, been producing as the Colts head coach in my mind. I, I disagree. He's last three years. He's made the playoffs two years in a row. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going off of freaking what I saw yesterday. As far yeah. as that goes, like, like it's it, it really comes down to me. For yesterday was just such a uh, such a. That's what I saw immediately. So I guess you're right, though. When you think longer term, no, he hasn't been a complete unsuccess. He just was yesterday. That's what I saw. I wonder what was said in the front office. You know what? What did he say? Yeah. He pissed somebody off, didn't he? Isn't it? Yeah. Don't you think that's yeah. what happened? Yeah. Someone said, said F you, and he said F you, and like, okay, bye-bye. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. This is the day of connection issues, everybody. We have now Jeff's gone. We, <laughs> Paul, surprisingly, you're the most stable connection today. <laughs> Holy shit. You might be a little pixelated, but at least you're stable. <laughs> oh, my. I'm on so, stage. So okay, all right. The camera. Right. Well, now that we have the both of you here at once, how about we talk about Buffalo at New York? Yes, Buffalo seventeen nice. to twenty. Now six and three New York, six and two Buffalo. Damn, Liz, these Jets right now on fire. Go ahead, Paul. Let's hear it. Uh, the Buffalo Sabers are awesome. <laughs> um. No, um, everything went wrong. Uh, it, it did, and and in the worst way. And it's like the movie uh, replacements. You call about quicksand. Quicksand <laughs> happened. It, it it went quicksand real quick. So I, really, I, I have nothing to say. I will not listen to any Bills commentary this week until the next oh. game. No. I I have no updates why anybody's done anything. I just I just. I'm impressed with the fans you were with during this weekend. So I'm kind of convinced that Buffalo anyway. just came in. Buffalo, I think Buffalo just came in with that attitude, like we're like like you sound every week. We're the greatest team in the world, you know. Like, not saying anything bad against you, Paul, but I'm just saying I think they came in with the attitude that this is going to be a piece of cake and same old Jets, and and it's not the same old Jets. We proved that a couple of times this year. And, uh, you know, who would have thought we would have did what we did out in Green Bay? I mean, you know, I just feel that. uh, They tried to mail it in. They tried to mail the game in. That's what they did. So I I agree with you. And and they got caught flat-footed and made mistakes. So, But, you know, Wilson did what? He did great. So, I mean, he he managed it. He He made mistakes. But as a team, our defense, I just think our defense is outstanding lately. It and, is. um, you know, yeah. we were, we filled the holes in our GM, I think is an amazing character. I think Joe Douglas is awesome. And he just, uh, did what he had to do to fill a few holes in and, and look at, we, we came away with the win. We never thought we would have gotten, we, you know, we were all skeptical we were behind our team, That's so tough, yeah. but I said it, I think Buffalo is going to come in and I think we're going to blindside him and, and look what happened. It was an amazing, amazing game. And I think Fan base, I think it was 60-40 at the stadium with you guys in the lead. Yeah. Uh, you know, there were so many Buffalo fans there, and uh, we heard them the whole game, and then there was silence at the end of the fourth quarter, absolute silence from them, <laughs> as well, you would I, expect. 
Can I ask you a question, Liz? Sure. Uh, I mean, in, in the game, uh, did you think the Jets took what Green Bay did in the second half of last week and used that against their for their advantage of what how they game played? Maybe the NFL's caught up to the Buffalo Bills how they play offense now, um, and now we have to change it. What do you think? A little bit, yeah. I absolutely think that we've been yeah. studying them and studying them hard, and I, yeah. I think we caught them with their pants down. I think that we just we. We capitalized. How many times did your quarterback get sacked? I mean, I just think that we hit them in every area that we felt they were going to come back at us. And we won. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I, I agree Congratulations, with you. Congratulations, though. Congrats. Yeah, thank really. you. Thank you. Yeah. If only yeah. we would have did it to New England last week. Yeah. yeah, so that's the shit I gave Paul when I was at his house yesterday for his cookout it was it, the thing is is he doesn't have much of an excuse because the patriots beat the jets in new york just the week prior so he doesn't even have the excuse of home field advantage and it was the, just a week ago so it's not like oh it was early season versus mid-season or something is mid-season both cases so such similar environments that i mean it's basically putting them in a control controlled environment and and seeing who beats the exact same opponent yeah. So it, it's it's the closest thing you can get to a three-way football match as you can get. <laughs> the NFL actually did try that one time. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little history fact, actually. But um, I couldn't tell you how it actually worked, though. There's there's a video. You can YouTube it, though, if you want to. So so that's what I wanted to say about it myself, though, really, is, is that the Patriots, though, what does this say about the Patriots when they beat the Jets and then the Bills what does it say about all three teams right now? You know, um, that, that tells you uh, the parity right now mm -hmm. in this division. We've talked about that last episode of how they've ranked now the AFC East as the strongest division in the NFL. So uh, we're all have we all have winning records. You know, it, that's not like we're the only division in the NFL where that's the case right now. So, um, damn. Um, it, yeah. So. Congrats, Liz, on that one. That must feel pretty great there to beat the current reigning division champs there. Uh, how about we get over to Miami? Miami at Chicago. Miami there, Jeff. How how are you doing down there in God's waiting room? We're doing good. Am I coming in clear now? Yes, you are. All right. That was a tight game. Justin Fields was no joke. And our defense needs to tighten up to play with the big boys. We can't win shootouts yeah. every week. Gotcha. Yeah, Justin Fields, I said last week, he's a nightmare for defenses. With his legs, not so his arm. He ran for like, mm -hmm. yeah, he ran 50 more yards than he did passing. He had like 130 passing and like 170 rushing or something. That was crazy. Yeah. Meanwhile, yep. Tua had over 300 again. Again, like two weeks in a row with three touchdowns and no interceptions. His stat line's looking Keep pretty good this year. Isn't will be all right. What's his QB What's rating, you think? Uh, let me look at Tua's QB rating. Because he, uh, He's QBR, leading right leading. now it's 79.9. That might be career, though. So that's career, I think. Well, no, yet he's leading the league in QB rating. I don't think that's the case, but well, I have I have the uh, receiving um, 
top receivers. Tyreek Hill already has 1,100 yards this year. And Jalen Waddle's number five with 812. Tyreek Hill has more receiving yards by himself than five NFL teams do combined. Yeah, he does have lead the league in QBR. Uh, it's just saying uh, Tua does at 79.9. I didn't think that would be. Then, pa- then it's Patrick Mahomes at 75. Then Josh Allen, 74. So, yeah, Geno Smith making the number four on the list. So, yeah, no, you got, you got a powerhouse yards. right there going on. He was out two and a half games, so he's not going to have as many total yards. But yeah, but that's where the key. That goes to Mahomes, Brady, Burrow, Allen, Herbert. Mac Jones is thirty. I'll take our record. I'll take. I'll take six and three all day. Yeah, we're starting uh, Baker Mayfield at seventeen. He's been the worst performing quarterback this year. Hmm. Uh, interesting stats there. It's a nice list to go on to. I'll put I'll put the list in the chat here actually for all to be able to enjoy. It's up by ESPN. There, ta-da! It's there for anybody to enjoy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, where, where are we going with it? So, okay, Jeff, continue on. I just. Cut down a rabbit hole. I'm looking at the QBRs. Uh, I'm just, I'm just happy to be six and three right now. We're in contention for a playoff uh, spot. So, amen, brother. We have the Me toughest too. division in the NFL right now. <laughs> We're still six and three. Feels good when you beat when you beat the Bills. Okay. Yeah, you got that guy had that on Bills as well. And we yeah. both did. Did you play the Bills yet, Perry? No, we have not. We're going to in like two weeks, and it's going to be. It's like in like four. Well, about ten days we face them because it's on Thursday night. Yeah. uh, Yeah, we play them. We have a bye week, then we play them, and then you play them. Or no, yeah, we we face them in yeah a couple. Yeah, okay. It's it's December first. I just killed Amazon Prime. You know. Oh. Y'all do. Uh, oh, it's a Thursday night. You might it's want to. Thursday you might game. end up wanting to get it back again just for the game, Paul. On all seriousness, you may want to. Yes. You're gonna be the best viewers of, viewer of that game because of my work schedule. I work at like five or at ten p.m. That sucks about me on Thursday. Thursday night football is the only time slot that sucks for my personal life schedule with my day job. No. It just, it just, I'm just saying, it's just, it just kind of ruins my day job, ruins Thursday night football. That time slot just does not pan out for me. All the other time slots I can watch, but as I have you can see, I am that. at work and uh, yep. I'm sitting right outside the computer room. So I, I think my connection's good now. <laughs> That's awesome, though, that you, you did actually get yourself to where, yeah, yeah, you got a I good <laughs> uh, signal there. Yeah, apparently so. But anyway, I don't want to change the subject. Wouldn't it be awesome if all three of our teams beat the Bills? Oh yeah, I'd be happy about that. I'd be happy about that. Hi, Paul. <laughs> Notice how he's converted over to hockey player basically <laughs> today. He probably well, sleeps college, with that hockey stick. I, I I have college basketball starts tonight. If you need something else to watch, <laughs> yeah. so Pittsburgh's got a bye this week, or they had a bye. Sorry, the way I phrase that was kind of wonky. They had a bye. They're they're currently on a bye for week nine. So really nothing to report. Now, funny thing is, I messed up. So later on, when we talk about their New Orleans game, 
uh, we already actually hashed that one out last week, you know, guys. So we can talk about it. But I'm just saying, we, we I, I messed up on it and called it a week nine game and then realized, oh, no, that's actually week 10 and there's a bye in between. So oh. our coverage last week was actually a little faulty there, although we didn't cover anything wrong. We just covered it a week ahead of time before we should have. Kind of a Nothing weird day. changed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gotcha there. AFCEast.org, check, the, check that. That's our website. Check that out. You got NAFCO.org. That's our parent organization. Uh, you know, good shit there. You got WestPA Systems, your 21st Century Electrical Build Contractor, Ma Media Works, Warren, the Warren, Pennsylvania-based film company. You got PerryFilm.com, your one-stop shop for our Perry needs. And our AFC East Fantasy League is going to be expanding next year with a sleeper app we'll talk about that as as time goes on but this week i took a loss jeff you took a win right yep paul took a loss I mean, paul. To, yeah to jeff i took a loss kind of barely to dave hudson there today a patriots fan um part of our league there and uh that that one kind of burned because I actually did quite a lot of planning on it and tried to really bolster up my team to be the best team that it could be. And I got way over. I had Joe Mixon, by the way, who got a 55.1 fantasy score this weekend. So, like, that that's a crazy performance that, that Joe Mixon had. Um, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, he's got definitely fantasy player of the week this week at 55.1. Jeez, I'm. So then, uh, so what a productive day. Uh, one third, yeah. So my score ends up being 135 to now it's 149, 14. I don't have anybody to play in Monday night. So, and he does. So the thing is, is that, that's a loss for me. You guys, that was kind of a close game 103.1 to 97.52 between the two of you there. Oh, he's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Ty- well, you got Tyreek Hill, and it's also because Paul doesn't take off his Keenan Allen. Because Ke- Keenan Allen, and he's got Brees Hall in there. Paul, that's why your team's losing. You actually, he might have beat you if he had those two replaced with any kind of product, any players that were active on the roster. Yeah, yeah, we figured this out. Well, gosh, I guess this fantasy thing, when we ever we get to Paul's thing, it just comes down to, oh, yeah, Paul doesn't understand the app. <laughs> well, I, I actually won three times this week, and I won the picks. I won the fantasy league matchup, and my Dolphins won. And there's a Powerball drawing tonight. Oh, yeah, there you go. Just oh, saying. gee, yeah. Maybe we can get that uh, Elgato stream deck. I thought about making a, a GoFundMe kind of thing for the Elgato stream deck. It would help out our show a lot. About <laughs> 225 <go>. bucks. <laughs> That's actually doable to raise. All right. Around the NFL. What's going on around the NFL here? Anything anybody wants to talk about? Well, the big thing was Reich. So that was the coach being fired from Indianapolis. I think that was the biggest yeah. news for the week. So, uh, any injuries, you guys? Uh, I, I don't think anything major happened this past week, except Josh Allen's. I don't know. I, ego. I followed some of the I followed some of the Bills pages, and they were complaining that they had more excuses because of the injuries. We've all had injuries. Get over it. It's part of the game. Stop making excuses. 
Well, I don't know anybody because I didn't listen to any media this week. So, the Dolphins had like 15 or 20, or I forget what the number. It was a big number um, on Wednesday on the injury report. And of course, it went down as the week went on, but they started off with a high number of injuries on the injury report. Yeah. And I and I like our I like the way our um our trades worked out for us. Yeah, our running back our running back did good, and our uh, defensive player did good. So you're gonna have a problem restocking. You're gonna have a problem restocking next couple of years, though, aren't you? As far as draft, picks. well, it's always a problem restocking. Yeah, but yeah. that uh, Tunsil trade from years ago with the Texans is still paying dividends for us. Cool. So awesome. You know, port wine and crackers are fantastic. I'm just telling you. Uh, port wine is pretty good stuff, yeah. <coughs> or, well, I like that port wine cheese is awesome, yeah. So I will say thank you for the shout-out from Scotland there across the Pond Sports Network. Um, I'll check out your stuff sometime, man. But uh, thanks for the shout-out. I'd like to see we got some international uh, viewership going on tonight. Week 10, that's coming up. We got a couple bye weeks, actually, here. We got um, New England on a bye and the Jets on a bye. So then you come up and you got – so we've got three games to cover here then. Minnesota at Buffalo, Paul. You're taking on a tough team, 7-1. and We can win these games, not the other ones. So I'm just saying <laughs> I, that that's fine. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. I think we're gonna win. So yeah, go win. <laughs> so, you think I think, Miami, I think Miami. I think Miami lost to Minnesota. I think that was yeah. Miami did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And I think that that Minnesota Minnesota is dominant this year. Quite frankly, uh, they're they're winning a lot of ground game, a lot of really great ground game, as well as. Um, it's just a, you know, just a, a dominant overall team kind of deal. So I have, I'm personally going to go with Minnesota here on this one. Paul, you're going with Buffalo. Liz, where are you at on this one? Buffalo's going to be there. <laughs> Ooh, Liz, you uh, somehow muted. Yeah, you've accidentally muted yourself. Jeff, while she's working on that, what did you uh, have? I don't know if Buffalo can lose two in a row. I don't know. But Minnesota's pretty good. So record-wise, you'd want to say Minnesota, but I don't think Buffalo – I don't think Allen's going to put up with losing two games in a row. So I'm going to go with Buffalo on this. All right. What's your thoughts? I'm going to go with Buffalo because uh, I don't think they'll lose three in a row because they play them and then we go up there. So we're going to kick their ass again in a few weeks. So I, I think they're going to win this week. So everybody's Buffalo. I'm going Minnesota. At least it's not a uniform across the board thing there, there is what I'll say. So, okay. We, week 10, we got uh, an out now. Man, we're like creaming through this episode, guys. How, how come? It, why is that? We're just like powering yeah. through today. We're worried well, we're all going to cut out again. 
I think so. Yeah, I think so. We've it's also been a connection <laughs> issue. We. Oh, um, this is what it is. Helmet. Oh, you have a little Browns helmet. A little Itty brown bitty. helmet. Look at how tiny it is. A little little doo doo brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is kind of more. They, I mean, they ought to be called the oranges, by the way. The only story yeah, about this is um, Brissett uh, coming back to Miami after his release last year and being the starting quarterback up in Cleveland. That's the that's the story. It is story. Mm. Cleveland's is, playing, keep, Cleveland's my, playing my, good. Buddy. Miami's going to crush them. I have no reason to think that Miami would fall to Cleveland. The Patriots beat Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland's a beatable team. You know, I'm four and four. It, it's it's a, it's an attainable goal, and and so I, I'm going to go with Miami. I'm going with Miami too. Just a, that general vibe, right? It's just like yeah. it's Cle- it's kind of feels like same old Cleveland kind of stuff right now, right there. And, and what's up with, uh, luckily you're playing them at home, but uh, when you play them in Cleveland, they are messed up on their logoing right now. Like you said, like it's, it's, it's they're, they're called the Browns, named after Paul Brown, and then they're called the, the uh, but they've got orange helmets, and then they have the dog pound, dog but pound. there's also the elves. There's an elf now on the front. So this, this, you see how it's just like there's like five things going on with their branding. And even Miles Garrett they, said in an were. interview, I just want to say, Miles Garrett said in an interview, it seems like we just don't know what direction to go in, and we're, so we're just going in several directions at once. <laughs> and that's what he said. Well, he said it's confusing for years. To even to him. That. That's been the team for years. Look how many quarterbacks they had. They're almost like Miami. Like they never know what they're doing. Like they, promises, 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 and they never do anything. But they do wear brown pants sometimes. Yeah, they have brown leather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Are, numbers are brown. Didn't didn't they used to be Cincinnati? The owner. Did uh, what? Cincinnati moved, didn't they, from Cleveland? No, no, no. It was Baltimore. No. It was Baltimore. Baltimore moved from Cleveland. Yeah, it was Cleveland went to the became the Ravens. Right. And I I think well the Colts you know in this interaction was due to also the Colts leaving Baltimore to Indianapolis and then you had uh the the city of Cleveland actually founded just a new franchise to basically fill the void that was being left. So technically it was in like 98, I want to say 98, 1998, that, that, that technically what is the new Cleveland Browns? It was actually an expansion, but it was just an expansion that was taking over for the old franchise that already existed. Yeah. Very kind of weird. I I believe the, they agreed for them to move as long as they reopened Cleveland team again. I think that's what happened. Yeah. There was kind of a a thing like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also the city worried about heritage and stuff like that too. Right. But the Raven, but the Ravens have won a Super Bowl, and the Cleveland Browns have not. Yeah, so let me recently see. Cleveland, Cleveland Browns ownership, because I believe it's. Oh no, it's not. There is actually. I forgot. Okay. Well, they have an NBA championship, so that's pretty cool. Hey Perry, when we are done with our picks, we have to go back because I have. I forgot. I have an around the NFL for us. Oh. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll just cover just covering closing statements there. So okay. what do we have? We have did we have everybody? You know, we haven't actually collected the full picks here. So, well, I uh, Paul, you're where are you going with? Are you going with Miami as well? Is this a un, unanimous Miami? No, I'm gonna go Cleveland. Oh yeah, you really are. Okay. <laughs> I have to be the big toe. Yeah. See, it's good to have a big toe. Keeps things a little balanced. Yeah. MIA, MIA. Okay. All right. Week 10, New Orleans at Pittsburgh. We, Like I said earlier in the episode, we did actually cover this a week ago. Um, but what? Any, anything going on? Any news within these organizations? Well, Pittsburgh these had a bye bad week. Teams. Yeah, yeah that's what we said. Yeah. So the thing is, though, I I voted. So here's here. He, what were our picks last week? Let's take a look here. Our picks well, last week. I had on, New Orleans. New Orleans is on tonight. They are. Yes. Well, they're playing Baltimore tonight. The, the Steelers are favored two and a half. So that's pretty weird. Yeah. Buffalo was favored too. Is it because? <laughs> Is it because Pittsburgh's home? I believe so. They always get three points in the home team. Yeah. So two bad teams. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. You're going with Steelers. Well, here's the thing. So what did you? So Liz. Okay. Here's what you had. So here's what we had last week. I had New Orleans. Paul had Pittsburgh. Jeff had Pittsburgh. Liz had New Orleans. Oh, I did. Mm. Oh, see, I'm changing now. Okay. Are we going to allow this, guys? Are we allowing this? Okay. So she's going to go with Pitt. All right. So do you guys want to stay with Pitt? Yeah, I got you. I'm staying with Pitt. Yeah, yeah. You're staying with Pitt? Paul, are you? J.J. Watts playing, I think. Is he coming back? Yeah, he's going to play, I think. Hmm. J.J. Watts. Return. Um, I guess he's saying not JJ Watt. His his brother. What's his name? TJ. TJ. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. That might be what I need to type in here. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like he's calling it imminent return. Okay, so, so yeah, all right. So that's a big help there. So you gotta go with Pittsburgh. I'm going. I'm staying with New Orleans. I'm okay. staying with New Orleans. So so everybody else pit, and I'm going with Saints. Yep, being mm-hmm. the big toe. <laughs> all right, everybody. So let's move over to closing statements here. Liz, you had said you had something. I did. I want to congratulate the majority of teams that have nominated uh, their. Fan of the year for this year. The New York Jets had Michael on the field, who is a 21-year Navy veteran. He was on the field. He was throwing around a ball to try and win something. And they said, wait, hold on a minute. And C.J. Mosley came up on the screen and announced to him that he was named 2022 New York Jets Fan of the Year. So I had to go track him down in the stadium because I wanted to meet him and pass along all of my experiences for the season. And um, tell them what a great year I had. But I notice on our Facebook page, there's an exclusive page just for the fans of the year. And the, all the teams are picking their uh, fans. Oh, that was a good story. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they're all, back now. Okay, back. hi. All the teams are picking their fans of the year. 
and uh, it's been good. You know, everybody's real excited and looking forward to Arizona for the Super Bowl, and they're going to have a blast, a blast. So they don't – who announces that, the teams? or So is that announcing NFL. traditionally at the – oh, the NFL announces it. Okay. Yeah, and they bring them out a giant uh, replica Captain. ticket for the Super Bowl, and it's a little ceremony. Uh-huh. And, yeah, they basically are doing it all the same way this year, where yet last year everybody was different. I was the only one that had like a, a major video that you can find on YouTube. Um, oh, really? The other, the other team, somebody got their their fan of the year jersey mailed to them. They opened it up and there was a letter that said, congratulations, you're the fan of the year. Which, you know, kind of a lame so, way to do it. But Huh. Yeah, cool. So, well, so you, they gave you a video is how they told you over they YouTube? They had me come to the practice facility. And if you go on YouTube and you look up, Wayne Krebet surprises fan of the year. You'll find my whole video. And I was the only one where they did a whole production. It was very professionally done. And the NFL did a great job of it. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, I am at work. Like I said, I have to bid you guys a farewell. Well, yeah, this, this worked out quite well. And I actually just found the link here, Liz. I believe. Yep, I just found it. Okay, so I'm going to be posting that in there. But thank you very much for coming on at work. She's in a police station, guys. So thank you very much for coming on from the straight from the cop shop, Liz. (laughs) You know, thanks everybody. Yeah. So yeah, and and thank you, thank you, and also thank you to across the pond again. Yes, you said you're turning in tuning in from Scotland at 2 a.m. They're saying, by the way. So, oh wow, what a trooper. Okay. Well, I appreciate the. I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Well, All yeah. Right. Any any closing statements from you, gentlemen? Not this week. <laughs> Not this week from well, you, Paul. Yeah, nothing to say. I mean, no. I don't have my, my my thing. My closing statement will be that it's it's going to be boring here for me to have the Pats on bye week. The Pats on bye week. It's always it's always a little the. Uh, it's bye week, so you, you know your thing's thrown off. It's just like, oh man, I like usually would have like, you know, the Pats game to watch, and you just kind of miss that for the weekend, you know. And then I have struggles too. I, I have a little bit of a problem because it, of this Thursday night football conflict too. This month, it's going to be like, man, it's a bye week, and then there's going to be the Jets game on Sunday, and then there's like two weeks in a row of Thursday night football. So it's like November for me is like kind of. A little messy with the, the spot, a little spotty for me on the foot on on live, at least live. I can watch recordings, but getting the games live, a little spotty with me this this month. You know, and one being the week ten bye week though for the Pats. So, well, there's also you know whatever you got other TV involved too. You go and watch something else. Yes, yes, I, guess, I mean, yes. Yeah, there's Housewives of Atlanta, man. Oh, yeah. other stuff to watch. <laughs> My closing statement is happy Veterans Day on Friday to all the veterans who served. I'm sure there'll be a lot of uh, patriotism at the uh, NFL stadiums this weekend for veterans. So shout out to all the veterans, those who serve. Thank you. All right. Well, with that, I bid everybody f- adieu, farewell. Yeah, whatever kind of language I want to use. Goodbye. 
Farewell. We'll be back on the 14th, everybody, the November 14th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yep. How's that? How's that time change treating you guys? I hate it. Uh, hate I'm, it. Yeah. I and and, and, I'm, and I'm very disappointed already. I am very disappointed that there are bill to make everything daylight savings time. The daylight savings protection act is stalled in the house. That yep. sucks. Yeah. But so some states are talking about doing it by themselves though. So yep. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, peace. <laughs>